hello again, everybody, and welcome to We Watch Shudder. My name is JD, and who's here with me? It's Michelle! Yay, it's Yay. Michelle! So, uh, it's, uh, you know what we do here on We Watch Shudder? We, uh, I mean, it's right there in the name. We watch Shudder. Uh, we do, uh, Specifically, yeah, we talk about new, original, and exclusive releases from that uh, horror uh, streaming service. Are uh, not uh, affiliated with them in any way. We all pay our six bucks a month just like anybody else. Uh, but that's Great what we do, value. except Great except value. Michelle. <laughs> mm -hmm. What happened this week? This week, Shudder heard about our podcast, and they got so upset that they decided we're going to stick it to them. We're not going to release an original or exclusive movie just for these two people. Yeah, that so, tracks. That's that yeah. seems like the kind of reaction they would have. We're very very. <laughs> well, then what are we gonna do this week? Uh, well, since our podcast is fairly new, I thought we could maybe talk about when horror was fairly new to us, kind of like the Ooh. child years of horror. <laughs> That's uh, that was a very clever way you tied those two things together, Michelle. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, so we're just look, look, guys. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna do kind of a uh, a little bit more of a you know kind of a getting to know you situation. You guys obviously have heard our opinions on several original and exclusive Shutter releases over the last several weeks, because obviously everybody listening to this has clearly listened to every other episode we've already released, right? They should. Oh, they definitely should. They're all right. great. <laughs> but no, we just thought we'd take some time to talk about uh, our history with horror uh, and how you know, like how we got into the into horror movies. You know, some of our favorites, just mm -hmm. that experience of of coming to be horror movie fans, so you can get a little bit more insight into uh, where our opinions and stuff come from. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, look, here's how this is gonna work. This was Michelle's idea, so she's gonna start. <laughs> Michelle, yeah. Tell us Go some ahead. things, man. Fill us okay. in on uh, fill us in on your history of horror. Yeah, so I grew up in a household where um, my uncle was 13 years older than me. Hi, Jeff. He's definitely listening, and he is a huge horror fan. Um, and he would babysit me, and I would go over to my grandma's where he lived, and he constantly watched horror movies. So I was exposed to them from the time of like being oh. a tiny, tiny baby. Wait, is that Jeff who used to work at Discontent and was also on it the radio? Is. Jeff. Yep. Oh, yeah, that I is still. Uh, yep. Right, He's a good uh, dude. Yeah, he is an amazing dude. And I he's bought a like... weed pipe from him way back <laughs> in the day. I believe it. He's uh, one of the coolest people I know. I love him so much. And he also instilled like this love of horror. Um, so I actually messaged him when I got the idea for this episode. And I asked him, when I was a tiny baby who was too young to be watching movies, what did you show me? Uh, and the list he came up with was A Nightmare on Elm Street, Evil Dead, Phantasm, Friday the 13th, anything John Carpenter, including The Thing, Prince of Darkness, Big Trouble in Little China, Christine, Halloween 1 and 2, Hellraiser, Aliens Creep Show, which is one of his faves, uh, Salem's Lot, House of a Thousand Corpses, The Lost Boys, Amityville Horror, Popcorn 976, Evil, and The Scream Movies. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't remember, like, when I started watching horror because it was just a constant thing at our house. My mom is a huge Stephen King fan. So when she realized that I wasn't afraid of horror, we always had, like, 
sci-fi on. I watch Cube like once a week. We watched uh, Carrie <laughs> so many times. So I was just constantly watching it. And I don't remember sitting there as a child watching some of these, but it does make a lot of sense because the list he sent me does include some of my all-time favorite horror movies. And now I'm realizing like, wow, that might have just been ingrained into me as a child. So... <laughs> Man, that's uh yeah, that's a that's a, an entirely different experience uh from uh from me as as a kid with horror. Um I didn't see a lot of horror movies as a kid. Uh and it wasn't so much because like my parents were entirely against it or or whatever. Mostly we just we only had one TV in the house for most of the time I was a kid and my parents didn't like horror movies so we were just going to watch what they wanted to watch and they just never really happened. But uh I very clearly remember like the first thing uh that I saw as a kid that was, you know, somewhat horror-esque or or horror like uh I uh I was over at my neighbor's house uh, and we watched uh, Troll, uh, the first one, not the second one with the, the, the Nilbog and all that nonsense that everybody says is so bad it's good. Ah. <laughs> no, the first Troll. Uh, and uh, if you've seen that movie, it's uh, super weird. And uh, looking back on it now, I watched it again a couple of years ago, and I don't know that it really holds up. Uh, as, a, as a six-year-old in 1986, it was pretty fucking intense. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. Um, and then, but other than that, like, again, not a lot of things I did, uh, manage to bump into, uh, I remember specifically, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Uh, and at some point I also saw, uh, Friday the 13th part seven. Uh, <laughs> and so I had some familiarity with Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger, and uh, I had friends who all got to see more horror movies than I did, so I had an awareness of what was going on there. But it wasn't really until uh, junior high school uh, when I met uh, my very longtime good friend Aaron Baker uh, and his twin brother Brandon that the doors really opened wide. Aaron was the first person I ever met. This is this guy... I met him when we were 12 years old and he already had like a 50 or 60 VHS collection. Like the kid is like talking about, you know, clerks and, and reservoir dogs and these early nineties indie movies when we're in seventh and eighth grade. Uh, it's so weird, but he opened my door, uh, to a whole lot of stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So it, it from there it was, uh, I don't know. There's, there's some other things we can get into, but I'm going to throw it back to you. Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, so um, it's it's funny because despite growing up with all of these horror movies, um, in junior high is where it actually became like, oh my god, I love these so much. Um, because it just kind of like, just always been on the TV. I was never really afraid of horror movies. I just kind of liked them. They were kind of just like on all the time. And then I dated this guy in high school and I spent a lot of time at his house and his brother... Uh, was into what I would kind of consider obscure stuff because the internet wasn't 
as easy to use to find these movies, but he really introduced me to basically everything trauma films had to offer. Oh, nice. Yeah. And the first time I saw the guinea pig films was with my boyfriend's oh, brother. Um, I Ooh, watched Suicide. Yeah. When I uh, was 14 years old, I watched uh, Suicide, which I just got on DVD. It came in the mail like two days ago, and I love it. Um, that's when I started watching. I think I watched the last horror movie in high school but that might have been like a 2013 release anyway i i started like really really getting into like the oh my god this is emotionally devastating stuff and i was like <laughs> this is amazing <laughs> oh, wow yeah the, the the real real uh real heavy shit uh yeah <laughs> yeah um so uh, like i said a couple of things happened uh right around junior high for me as well uh, i met aaron baker uh specifically uh, and I also uh, finally got my own TV uh, in my bedroom and I was allowed to watch whatever I, I wanted to watch and it was fine. Uh, but uh, there are a couple of movies just in particular uh, that like and I, I saw a bunch of different things, but uh, a few that just uh, obviously uh, uh, resonated heavily. Uh, and the first one, uh, which is uh, still to this day, uh, I will tell you in most cases, my single very favorite film of any genre of all time, uh, is John Carpenter's Halloween. Uh, that was a movie when like the first time I saw it, uh, there was just something different about the way it was made, uh, just the, the style of it and the, uh, the intensity, uh, and that movie really, really stuck with me and, and still has to this day. I've, I've seen it a, a jillion times. Uh, and the other one, uh, which uh, is also on some days my favorite movie of all time, uh, is The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Same. Uh, the yep. Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> fucked me up. Mm -hmm. uh, the first time I watched it, uh, I think I was 17 or 18 years old, and I watched it by myself at like 2 o'clock in the morning, and it fucked me up in a way that no other horror movie had uh ever at that point the and uh you know it's it it's famous for that for being so incredibly intense um but yeah the it just so over the top and 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 heavy and and brutal uh, but also uh, very much manipulating uh, your own imagination and making you do a lot of stuff to yourself that never actually happens, uh, <laughs> which I thought was really, really, really impressive. Uh, but then, of course, other, other th like the 1970s horror movies are, are some of uh, like that to me is a is a almost sacred ground. You know, you've also got movies like The Exorcist and uh, mm -hmm. specifically Dawn of the Dead. Uh, 1970s horror, uh, Suspiria from, uh, from Dario Argento over in Italy. Um, just so many incredible movies. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that whole time in high school, getting to see so many formative things, that was, uh, that was a big part of, uh, of my development. I, I got, I'm certain, absolutely certain, I got really heavily into like thrash and death metal because I got into horror movies. 
Uh, I, I feel like there's definitely a certain amount of crossover there. Also, a certain amount of crossover because uh, I got into both of them for, because of Aaron Baker. <laughs> uh, it's funny that you mentioned crossover because on my list of things I wanted to talk about is I love horror movies. I grew up watching them. I never get scared of them. But another thing that Jeff did um, when I was like a small child and I would have to stay home sick from school or something is he would play horror video games and I would watch him complete Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Clock tower all these games and i was terrified of video games i still i love watching playthroughs of horror video games i do not play them myself i tried playing alan wake and i chucked an xbox controller across the room i just i don't do it but i have this huge love of watching horror video games as well because i have like that that love of horror and video games are just so different and scare the shit out of me I, uh, I I don't play a lot of video games myself. That was one element of sort of geeky culture that never uh, sunk in in my family or in my life. Uh, but I, I, I do have similar experience. Uh, interestingly enough, it's another Baker uh, story. I was going to say Aaron one, Baker? <laughs> no, no, his twin brother, Brandon. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Brandon... Uh, played a, a lot plays still to this day a, a lot of computer like specifically PC video games uh and he got this game uh back in the 90s uh, in the CD-ROM days uh called I believe it's called The Dark Eye and it was this weird immersive sort of like uh like mist seventh guest style uh immersive uh game but it was based on uh stories by Edgar Allan Poe and there are these moments in the game where there's like reality shifts and you go from being in the real world to this weird dream world where all sorts of stuff from stories are coming true. And we sat and played that in a very dark room one night, uh, sort of uh, trying to figure out these puzzle rooms and things together. And once again, that was an experience that fucked me up. There were a couple of moments where that game just blew my hair back uh, and, uh, I don't know what it is. I, uh, something about, um, I, you know, actually I do think I know what it is. People often ask, you know, why, why horror? Why do people like to, to be scared or startled or see these, these grotesque things? Uh, and frankly, it's because I'm terrified of dying. I live, <laughs> as I often uh, joke about, uh, because it's true, I exist in a nearly perpetual state of utter nauseating terror of the fact of my own mortality, uh, and I need to confront it as often as possible before I get there. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just... Uh, that that game was intense. These movies. I don't even know what we're talking about now. You say something <laughs> for a while. Okay. Uh, I actually, uh, since you brought up computer video games, the first uh, horror video game that I played by myself was probably the one on computer that I was obsessed with as a kid, which was Amber Journeys Beyond. Um, I was like seven or eight when we got it. And you're just this woman walking through a house trying to figure out what happened to your friend and everything's haunted and it's very mist like. So I had a similar kind of video game experience. It scared the shit out of me as a child. And yet I loved it <laughs> so much. Um, I was talking to a couple friends because I recently uh, found out that another friend of mine is into the same sort of like horrifying kind of horror movies that I'm into, which is like a very like distinct difference between liking horror movies like you have to be kind of deranged so, and, <laughs> and, and to, so to be clear you're talking about <laughs> things like like human centipede 2 i love uh, human centipede 2 <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Love it. Have seen it multiple times. You're um, probably a big fan of a Serbian film. I have watched a Serbian film. I cannot say I am a fan of a Serbian film. Uh, look, um, I've seen a lot of repulsive things in my life. Uh, a, a lot of really in, in like intentionally fucked up movies. Yeah. And uh, a Serbian film uh, made me want to like scald my flesh from the inside. To yeah. Clean and it you off. have a thing that... about kids, yes. especially. So, yeah. yeah, yeah that movie. F- I, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I was talking to a. <laughs> I, I found my line and it definitely exists. And that movie is way past it. Holy yeah. shit. I um I was talking to this friend um about like how can I even justify liking this stuff because sometimes I'll just be bored and I'll go on Google and I'll look up like the most disgusting movie you'll ever see the most oh, yeah. damaging movie the most emotionally scarring and I go seen it seen it seen it seen it ooh this one's new and I go and I find it um and I was talking to this friend surrounded by friends who don't even like horror movies and they were just kind of like wait, did you just use the phrase newborn porn? And I was like, sadly, Mm -hmm. yes. I was like, do not watch that movie. You're going to hate it. I don't like that part. Like, let's just. And I was telling them that it's kind of like um, I am getting used to spicy food, but I don't understand people who eat ghost peppers (laughs) and then they get sick and they throw up and they're miserable, but they do it so that they can brag to other people who like spicy food and go, see, I liked it. Ha ha ha. And I feel like that's kind of why I'm into watching these terrible movies is because it's an endurance test where people can go, wow, you watched all of Salo 120 days of Sodom without issues. And I'm like, yep. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get that entirely. Uh, I don't, uh, uh, I don't necessarily, I had that impulse at one time. And then, like I said, I, I, uh, I found a limit and I was like, no, I don't mm-hmm. need to do this anymore. Uh, I, they got too hot, a little too spicy for, for old boy over here. So it was, uh, uh, oh God, don't even get, I don't want to, why did I even bring that movie up? I, uh, I don't know. You chose to, <laughs> um, there was, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it was like in the early nineties, it kind of started the found footage, serial killer, almost snuff film, uh, stuff. It's a trilogy. Oh my God. I'm trying to think it was, uh, just two people who are on meth, uh, just, um, killing Are you people. thinking of, uh, August underground? Yes. Thank you. I've I, never seen it. But my friend, uh, my friend uh, Nathan, who uh, goes by the incredible name of Natanic, uh, yeah. <laughs> is a, a huge fan. He actually uh, he played in a band for a while called Brutaler, and Brutaler actually went all the way, I want to say, to like Virginia or North Carolina or somewhere, and played uh, at the birthday party of the guy who made those movies. This is so funny because you and I um, run into the the same kind of circles. So when I told Jeff I was trying to find August Underground, um, he said, oh, I know a friend in Fargo. Uh, Let me message him. And I met up with his friend in Fargo in a parking lot. Was it Nathan? It was not Nathan. It was, oh, God, why did I forget his name? I think his name was Nathan, but not the Nathan. Was it Garrett? It might have been Garrett. Yeah, yeah. I bet it was Garrett. 
Garrett was, was the say, vocalist for Brutaler. Yep. And that's what I was going to say. It was one of the guys that was in that band who I had never met before. So I met up with him. I'm like, hey, thanks so much. And then I took the trilogy home, which was Wait, autographed. Jarrett? Man, now I feel Jarrett. I think it's Jarrett. Jarrett, thank you. Yeah. When you said Nate, my, my mind like blanked because I know Nate too. But right. yeah, so Jarrett, I met up with him in a parking lot. I was like, thank you so much. And I went home <laughs> and I binged them. And I'm like, I am... I've had the hardest time finding this movie, and now I'm sitting here holding, like, the autographed copies. I was like, this is crazy. And then I watched them, and I was like, wow, that was almost illegal. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and then, like, uh, I, I know them by reputation, uh, and yeah. that's exactly why I myself have not bothered to watch them. <laughs> you would not like at least one part that I was like, wow okay and then i like i met up with him again i was like thank you that was a delight and he was like what and i was like yeah and i started talking about like these movies i like and he's like oh okay and i was like yeah, yeah. I, I like the fucked up stuff <laughs> <laughs> make me uh, feel something i don't feel things i'm on too many antidepressants <laughs> oh man that's uh yeah i get it i uh, sort of maybe <laughs> i understand yeah. uh have you ever seen uh, uh, a Takashi Miike film called Visitor Q. That sounds familiar, but I can almost guarantee I have not seen Are it. Are you I'm familiar just with Miike? No, I don't think oh, I am. Takashi I'm Googling Miike right now. Is, uh, uh, a oh. startlingly transgressive filmmaker at times. So... Funny enough, I had just uh, done that thing preparing for this where I uh, Google like most fucked up films and uh -huh. he had some stuff on that list. So, yeah, his name is like very brand oh, new yeah. familiar which, to which, me. Do you happen to remember which ones? I'm guessing one of them uh, was Visitor Q. Uh, yes. One of them was uh, maybe Ichi the Killer. I was going to say Ichi the Killer, which I have seen. Uh, was uh, one of them on the list. And uh, maybe Gozu? Uh, oh, he did Audition, too. Oh, audition yeah. Aud is good. Audition yep. is fucked up. But that's yeah. uh, I, I do really, really enjoy that movie. Yeah, that uh, is. That it's great. <laughs> it's fabulous. This just basically became a let's just ramble about horror movies for a little while. Well, I kind scenario. of figured that's what it would be. This is our introduction, and we are rambly horror that's fan enthusiasts. Yeah. I think we kind of um, started out with like, hey, this is the stuff I watched as a baby. And it turns into like, into, have you seen Audition with the Needles? Ugh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we were talking earlier also about like horror adjacent things. How mm -hmm. do you feel about haunted houses? Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I don't fuck with haunted houses. Nor Wait, I should do clarify. I. I should clarify. I do not fuck with haunted houses that are uh like human beings trying to scare you because they don't trust them but right. i do fuck with the house where somebody says i have a ghost and i'm like please invite me over let's do a séance i oh, do yeah, that kind I, of haunted house i was yeah. definitely talking about the first kind whereas yeah. it's like as a as a spooky experience and fuck that yeah <laughs> no, I do I... not need motherfuckers in scary masks jumping out of the dark and screaming at me. Uh, I'm a fat man. I got heart problems. I do not need that shit in my life. Whole man. I, I went to I've been to literally one ever in my entire oh. life. Uh, I believe I was 13 years old and I will never go to a fucking another one ever again. What <laughs> happened? That. Oh, it what was happened? just. I don't do well with being startled. Like I mm. freak the fuck out. Like things yeah. just 
jumping out of the dark at you and suddenly bright lights. I don't, I don't do well with that experience in person. I don't know why it's different uh, with movies. Uh, probably oh, because it's I actually know. right there. <laughs> I, I was going to say a movie is kind of like a theoretical possibility of something that could happen to you, but it's not currently happening to you. Right. A man chasing you after you with the chainsaw, you're like, okay, that guy's not going to hurt me. But what if he didn't take the like safety stuff? Like right. what if he didn't do it right? It's, it's I don't trust humans to not hurt me <laughs> when they are pretending that they're gonna hurt me i 100 percent like i i've gone to lots of haunted houses though because of course my friends love them and i am always just miserable and i do it and i just like am emotionally wrecked at the end of it but i'm also trying to build up a tolerance like how i'm trying to build up a tolerance with spicy food (laughs) but i i hate it on the other hand uh if i'm the person jumping out and uh scaring people i have worked in haunted houses and done that and that's so much better (laughs) i know i like being the villain but uh being the person who's getting scared (laughs) is just not fun it's like hostile like if hostels reversed it's an entirely different situation oh that's a totally different film yeah yeah exactly (laughs) Oh, oh man yeah well, guys, uh, so we don't <laughs> want to take up too much of your time here. We just thought we'd sit and chat about things we love about horror and, and how we kind of got into horror movies a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, every now and then we'll do something like this. Obviously, uh, there are occasionally going to be times when Shudder doesn't have a new release for us to talk about. Uh, you know, maybe we'll come up with some clever themes, do some top 10 lists or whatever from time to time. But, uh, yeah, we just wanted to still make sure we, we came to you with some horror talk this week. Michelle, you got anything you want to wrap up with? No, I just I think this was fun because I didn't really know your beginnings with horror until we started talking about this episode. So hearing like our very different experiences and kind of it might explain a little bit of why we have such different preferences on our have, horror movies, too. Have you seen Troll? I don't think I have. And when you oh, mentioned you should, it, I you realized should definitely that. definitely see it. It's, uh, yeah. it's, I mean, don't expect it to be good. It's because oh, it's yeah. definitely, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, oh, it's, it's real. Uh, it did not hold up well. But no, uh, that's, yeah, that's, fine. That's, uh, that's basically where it all started for me. Yeah, I've been going back and actually watching a lot of stuff that I hadn't seen before, like The Birds and uh, The Thing, the original one, and then also the oh, remake, yeah. which I, no, I saw, but I don't didn't remember them. So um, I've been going back and watching them, and I will add Troll to my list. And I'll it. love it. I'll cherish it. All right, it. guys. Well, uh, we hope you had some fun getting to know a little bit about us and our horror history mm-hmm. here. Uh, we will uh, be back next week with another episode about another movie. I don't know what it is. Uh, I know we got it on a list somewhere. Michelle, do you happen to know what the movie will be next week? I don't have the movie in front of me, but I do want to say that – for when we do these miscellaneous episodes, if you have any suggestions, feel free to comment, message them, whatever it yeah. may be. Like yeah, uh, this was kind of came to me right before I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if other people want to hear like our opinions on older stuff and it's not a Shutter exclusive or original week, I'm down to do it. Just right on, right us. on. You yeah. and me both. All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here all awkward like because that's how we do it. Say good night, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.